Hey everyone, welcome to the Bold and Brazen podcast. It's me, Mary Ann Stewart. I'm your host, and I want to thank you for joining me. It's great to have you here. This episode of Bold and Brazen is brought to you by my opt-in. That's right. My business, Fresh Circle, is running a free five-day Fall for Fall Eco Fashion Challenge, and I'd love to have you join me. Fresh Circle is the environmentally conscious fashion business I started earlier this year. In this five-day challenge, I'll teach you exactly what I do to go through my wardrobe each fall and determine what clothing to keep, what to give away, uh, what needs repair, how to repair it, because the world needs a lot right now and we need to be more aware of the impact our clothing choices have on the environment. This free challenge runs for five days from September 21st through the 25th, beginning at 7 o'clock to 7.30 p.m. And you can sign up right on my website, www.freshcircle.com. That's F-R-E-S-H-C-E-R-C-L-E.com. And thank you so much. I'm looking forward to seeing you there. Hey everybody, it's Mary Ann, two names, no E. How are you doing today? I'm coming at you on a Tuesday after Labor Day, and I spent the long weekend up in Bar Harbor, uh, which is where my husband is from. And I went up with my daughter. We had a lovely time just relaxing and taking walks. It was so beautiful. And it was pretty crowded up there, I have to say. Um, it's often a good destination for cruise ships and hikers and, um, you know, families, people who want to come up to Acadia National Park and enjoy the beauty that is so abundant up there. Um, Mount Desert Island, so you've got the oceans and the mountains and the, um, the islands. It's just such a lovely spot. So I felt very privileged to be taking several days away and uh, being up there connecting with my daughter and being in a place that we love to be. And uh, today, I, you know, in the last episode, I talked, I think it was a pretty good overview. And I said that I would be probably revisiting topics that I touched on in that episode as single issue topics for a podcast and, you know, this is all new for me. I'm, uh, I don't really make a I'm not making an apology at all. I'm saying that I'm trying, I'm figuring it out as I go. So this is the beta testing podcast is another way I could, maybe I should subtitle it the beta testing podcast. Um, but in any case, bold and brazen, here we are. And today I just, I wanted to start talking because I'm doing this five day challenge, uh, which is going to, um, touch on our clothing and, you know, making more aware choices uh, about our clothing. And, um, you know, there is no, I have to just say, there's, there's no purity test for, um, for your clothing choices. There's just been so, there's so much out there. The, we know we need to make better choices and that's, you know, that's what I hope to, um, instill in, in people when they sign up for the five day challenge. 
But, you know, I was really struck when I was reading recently about just how much the garment industry has impacted the environment, the environment in, say, the last 60 years. And there's been a, a huge transition in terms of uh, garment, the garment industry and in trade policies and other sort of environmental policies locally and regionally. And so it, I was really struck by the fact that the Ameri- the average American is throwing away something like 80 pounds of clothing every year. It's clothing that's just tossed in, you know, in landfills, basically destined for landfills. These are not, they're not donated. The clothes aren't given away. Um, they're not, you know, repurposed or even sold. They are just tossed into the trash. And, you know, a lot of that is because so-called fast fashion has arrived uh, in our, you know, communities because, Um, we've always been, you know, the United States has been trying to find cheaper and cheaper production businesses, trying to find cheaper and cheaper production, um, of, you know, the cost of creating garments. And this has been at the cost of fair trade and labor and how, uh, people are treated, how workers are treated in their, uh, you know, at their jobs and certainly within the manufactured environment in the factory that itself. Um, and that is a whole piece that we will unpack over the, um, over the time of this podcast. But just to know that there is a, a lot of just really dangerous and bad feeling, um, in terms of creating, um, these garments and things that are then destined for landfills. And I have to say, you know, if we if I could just touch on this part, if we look back at the history, say, of the southeastern United States at the time of its founding, back when the enslaved were first among us in 1619, and what, you know, white elite colonists were doing was, um, you know, using the, the enslaved Africans uh, who were prime farmers and engineers and herbalists and midwives and specialists and so much, uh, just yanking them out of their communities in Africa and plopping them into this agricultural community in the colonies um, where they were traded and treated like, you know, not humans. And they were, um, you know, forced to work chattel slavery forced to prepare the land for agriculture and then see to it that cotton and indigo and rice and tobacco and other things were successfully grown here. So when you look at that model, which is really about, you know, not paying, not paying workers a dime, not paying them anything um, and totally, you know, just using them and abusing them for profit, for total profit, uh, you can see that that model has continued to move forward as uh, a lot of companies look for a similar kind of model in countries outside of the United States where they don't have to pay minimum wage and there are no unions to negotiate for fair 
uh, treatment and fair wages. So they're always looking, you know, in Myanmar and other, you know, countries where they just want to take advantage of workers and pay them a pittance and just have them work as much as possible for the least amount of money. There's a reason, you know, that comes from something. And uh, I just, you know, we have a lot to, the United States, you know, has a lot to atone for. And I'm certainly aware sitting here in my privileged, uh, in my home, in a privileged community um, that was once, um, um, you know, the place of First Nation um, people and the colonists came in and took over from them as well. So there's a lot here. Um, and when I think about how poorly we treat people and the land, the environment, just to make a buck or to, um, you know, build a business, it's really worth looking at what companies are doing to offset a lot of that. And we'll talk about that too. But, you know, thinking about easy ways or beginning to think about ways to practice sustainability. Um, and in terms of our clothing and in terms of my five day that's coming up on September 21st, one easy way to practice sustainability is to give your old clothes to someone else to wear or someone else to have. And in fact, a lot of charity companies are not um, actually donating the clothing that they're given to. They're um, oftentimes just shipped off somewhere else to get rid of. Um, that's another thing. And I'll, I'll definitely put some links together uh, in future podcasts about this. But for now, I just want to kind of get some of this um, out there. Um, my maternal grandmother, Louise, was a practical and very pragmatic Irish-American mother of nine kids. And she really couldn't stand fussing over just the everyday clothing for her little ones. And so if clothing still had a lot of life and wear left in it, it just continued to be passed down to all the kids. And we, you know, again, I'm saying that many clothing items that we see today are cheaply and poorly made and often don't survive long enough to pass on. They're, they're poorly constructed for various reasons, mostly because of poor lighting and poor materials to begin with. Um, and so as for myself, I'm a one woman shop and I refashion a lot of uh, materials uh, as a clothing designer because I have a passion for getting more use out of linens and menswear and things that uh, can be repurposed um, for children's clothing, which is a big part of what I do. And it feels really good to know that I'm reducing the impact on the environment and keeping clothes and things out of landfills. And I'm always looking for new ways to repurpose clothing and table linens. In fact, I came, I inherited a ton of fabric and uh, table linens from my husband's mother, my mother-in-law, and also from her husband, which is my husband's stepdad, she married, remarried late in life. And uh, when he was cleaning out his house, came across a bunch of cool fabric, a lot of vintage Mary Mecco fabric from the 60s and 70s. And I made some amazing uh, 
well, there was just beautiful textiles and I made some beautiful pants out of them for my, for my own children when they were small and uh, for my husband and a couple of things for myself. But I've always been, you know, refashioning things from uh, tablecloths and linens and um, curtains and things uh, because, because why not? In fact, when I was um, pregnant with our children, I didn't made a lot, all my maternity clothes, I made all my maternity clothes out of uh, repurposed and refashioned bed linens and table linens. And uh, yeah, they lasted a good long while, but I did wear them out and used a number of, you know, used a lot of it for, for patching and things. Anyway, I am always looking for new ways to repurpose clothing and stuff. And so if you have ideas, let me know what you have. Um, if you have any questions or if you have some topic areas you want me to talk about, Give me a, shoot me an email at maryann, M-A-R-Y-A-N-N, at freshcircle.com. That's F-R-E-S-H-C-E-R-C-L-E.com. Maryann at freshcircle.com. Yeah, I'd love to know what questions you have or what um, ideas you have and what topics you'd like to hear me discuss. So aside from sewing my own clothing and mending what I've got, thrifting and refashioning. Those are my preferred modes of shopping. That's in air quotes <laughs> for my clothing. And I'd love to know what your fashion sustainability practice is. So let me know. Send me an email. I think I'll stop there and uh, look forward to hearing from you all. Thanks so much for, for uh, joining me again today and have a great day. Talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.